previously on The Drive with Roland and Rochelet. Lucretia Ray and Gino Lee with Rendezvous. It's Algoa FM here on The Drive. We like to try and find the most interesting people and tell the most interesting stories, or at least the people who tell those stories and get behind their telling thereof. Today on The Drive, we are talking about something that affected the entire nation, the Steinhoff crash. It wiped off more than 200 billion rand from the stock exchange, the JSE. Uh, it erased more than half the wealth of uh, Christu Visa, the uh, tycoon, uh, pension funds of millions of ordinary South Africans uh, and all sorts of investors, not only here, overseas as well. Uh, it was a house of cards that came tumbling in at the end of 2017 when uh, a lot of accounting irregularities Regularities and more were exposed. I'm thinking of things like um, the Enron situation in America. Um, you know these these kind of uh, uh, war, you know Wolf of Wall Street mm. type of things. Mm. Well, all of this was happening in South Africa under our noses. And uh, since that time, a documentary has been made, and it's been made of the Steinhoff situation, if I can call it that. Um, really, really severely underplay it, and mm. it's called Stein Heist because that's what it was. Probably the biggest corporate heist in the history, did I say probably, of South Africa. Now, the producers of Devil's Dorp that was on Showmax, that incredible series that had everyone talking, have tackled this and they gave it to director Richard Gregory to handle. And he's on the line from Cape Town right now. Richard, thanks so much for being with us. How was it to hear that this massive story was being trusted to you to tell? <laughs> it was... Uh... It was a big honor to be asked to to work with uh, the Air Candy guys in this. Devil's Dorp made such a splash when uh, when it was shown on on uh, Showmax last year um, that I knew that they were going to go great guns at at this documentary because it's a huge story. You know, it's something that unfolded over two decades. Uh, the amount of research and story that needs to go into it to to try and pull the threads out. Um, it was going to be a big one. So uh, to to be asked to work with the team on this was uh, was a great honor. And talking about, I know Roland mentioned in the beginning, it was massive. It affected so many South Africans. But at the end of the day, it, it's just an accounting scandal. But well, perhaps the biggest accounting scandal in the history of South Africa. How did you take that and make it action packed on screen in this documentary? Well, the first thing that we realized right off the bat is that you know looking at a bunch of numbers is not all that interesting. When we look at the size of the numbers, they're, they're incredible. You're talking about over 200 billion rands worth of value uh, knocked off of the JAC in, in Steinos value. You know, the, the amount of fraudulent, uh, allegedly fraudulent transactions that happened uh, came to over 100 billion rand over uh, about a two-decade period. But really, it's, it's numbers, and you can only show that on screen so much. So we knew very early on this was about the people behind it. And to really get to the heart of the story, we needed to understand what made these people tick. What are the personal dynamics between them? What are the interrelationships? Mm-hmm. And if we could figure out that we knew that that we could really get a grip on the story. Now the story uh, Stein heist, uh, you know, even the way it's it's uh, you know labelled as 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 a heist, as this you know train robbery, you know, in an economic sense, as it were, mm. it revolves around some powerful personalities. But that also must have had, like you said, you had to pull all these threads and find all these people. Where do you even start when it comes to finding the people who really know what was happening around? I'm thinking figures like Marcus Eurster and so on. Must be intimidating to and. You even used the word now, allegedly. Some of it's still pending in legal terms. How, where did you even start? 
Well, and the first thing to, to be aware of, of course, is that Marcus Yosta is a free man. He has been prosecuted for any crime. Right. He spends most of his time in, in Hermanus. I've heard he drives around in his Bentley. Um, and uh, as, 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 as he has a right to do, because, you know, he hasn't faced the law for, for any of this yet. Uh, and I say yet, because there may be some things unfolding. Um, but really, what our biggest starting point was, uh, Rob Rose, the editor of the Financial Mail and author, he wrote the book Steinheist. And, you know, many of the other financial journalists say they owe a big debt of gratitude to Rob Rose for really pulling the story together and figuring out how it all how it all worked. So we leaned heavily on Rob's research and his connections after many years in the financial world. And he's uh, effectively our narrator for the series. He serves as our resident expert. Um, you know, the production used uh, his book title and his research to, to serve as a starting point, as a jumping off point. Um, and then we've got a bunch of very, very good financial journalists and researchers on the team as well who interact with a lot of these powerful people that you mentioned. And so it wasn't too difficult to uh, to give them a call and say, look, this is what we're doing um, about chatting to us. And talking about, you know, the, the, the documentary, you know, how shocking are the details without giving away too much? <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, if you've been following the... Let, let's put it this way. Unless you've been following the, the whole Steinhoff scandal as it's been unfolding over the last five years or so, unless you've been following it very closely, I don't think most people really understand what went down. You know, yes, there are some uh, analysts, financial analysts, who will know most of the details. Um, but what we really do in the series is we're pulling together all of these events into one place for the first time on screen. And when you see it all next to each other and you see the trajectory of how things started decades ago and where it ended up, that's really the shocking part. That's really kind of what leaves your jaw on the floor. Um, and then the fact that we managed to get some scoops of some pretty incredible interviews. Um, you know, That's what we're looking for. Candidly to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we get it effectively from the horse's mouth, as it were. And I think when, when viewers see that on screen and they get people's own motivations and, and what they say went on, um, you know, we kind of lead up the audiences to, to draw some of their own conclusions. All right. Well, you see, that that's the challenge. That I think you've answered the, the the last question would be, you know, how do you present it in such a way because it's it's still pending? Like you say, Marcus just has not um, been found guilty of any crimes. You know what I mean? So you can't be saying he's that, he's that, but you can be saying here's what we found happened. You know, the, the way you say it so crucial. And that the other question you answered already is sure you found some scoops. When <laughs> do we find this? Where can we follow it? And and how's it broken up? So the show is exclusively on Showmax. It launches on the 22nd of September and three-part series, each episode being released uh, for the Thursdays following that. And the, the lifestyle is just, just that last thing, just for personal interest. I mentioned in the beginning the sort of um, uh, Enron and Wolf of Wall Street kind of vibe. Uh, did, did you, is it fair to say that what you uncovered in terms of this lifestyle, the, the caviar and the yachts and the horse racing and all this, that it, it pretty much is on that level, even though it happened right where we are? It absolutely is. You know, that's the thing is that as uh, us mere mortals getting a glimpse into the lifestyles of, of some of the billionaires, it's, uh, it's quite a thing. And, and it's not all billionaires. You know, we've got a lot of, let's call it the old money in South Africa, yep. who actually live relatively modest lifestyles in a lot of ways. Um, but as it became very clear, Marcus Yossi isn't one of them. You know, he's, uh, and that's, that's 
part of how he managed to do what he did. I think he's got a very magnetic personality. People were taken in by, you know, the excitement of being around him and the things he would do and the money that would flash around. and Larger than life, yep. Exactly. You know, Chris Visser referred to it as as the Marcus used to black magic. You know, he managed to pull people into his... uh, his, his circle, his way of doing things, his, his sphere of influence. Um, and what we try to give our viewers is a little glimpse into what that lifestyle looks like. Well, Richard Gregory, thank you so much for um, your role as director, pulling it all together and bringing it to us. It's on Showmax from the 22nd of September, Stein Heist, the inside track. And as we've heard today, with some scoops on the inside story of the Steinhoff scandal and ongoing saga. Uh, Richard, thanks so much for being with us today and all the best for the uh, series. Hopefully we we talk again when you've won some international awards for it. (laughs) Great. Thanks so much for having me. And mainly uh, you as, uh, as a viewer. If you've got any interest in it, or if you want to see the biggest heist in corporate South Africa ever, Showmax 22nd, it's called Stein Heist. Don't miss it. Algoa FM. Your music. Your music. Your world. Your world.